Hey guys, welcome back to Shot Knobs and Boomsticks. What's up, man? What's going on, man? How's your quarantine going? It's going all right. Oh my god, we can totally put the Doom helmet here. There you go. <laughs> Boomsticks is always talk, present. Talk to Boomsticks. Slayerhead. I'll put the sword next to him, too. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Visual jags for people that are never going to see this. Right. Because <laughs> we're not filming. Because <laughs> there's yeah, no camera. Yeah, we'll figure it out one of these days. And we do not have a live studio audience. Yet. Yeah. We do have uh, a live student video collection. Yeah. Which should be an awesome backdrop. That'd so be cool. So I've been enjoying my quarantine as much as you can, I guess. Yeah, we were talking on the phone earlier today that I don't understand how people can be bored. So much to do. I mean, not to quote Smash Mouth, but <laughs> there's just so much to do, so much to see. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the mythical worlds to explore ah. or DC. <laughs> dude, since Doom Eternal came out, I, mean, I, I got to talk about Doom Eternal. And I don't remember what we talked about last week. We didn't record last week, so I think we talked before Doom Eternal came out. Well, this is tomorrow's episode. Right, and we didn't record, or we, I don't think we recorded last week. This is last week's recording that we're doing today. Correct. <laughs> and the listener's like, what? Because, because of stuff. Um, so, picked up Doom Eternal. Uh, man, so much to talk about with this game. Picked it up on Xbox One. Looks Me amazing, too. runs amazing, 60 frames, 4K, yes. HDR. This is, it makes Doom 2016 look like a goddamn alpha test, dude. I'm telling you. Like, if you like Doom 2016, you will love this shit. It is so fast-paced. And the brilliant thing it does is it turns your enemies into a fucking economy, and that determines how you play the game. And I will explain what that means. So, uh, they bring back the glory kills from Doom 2016, which you would do to get health, right? You'd be running low on health. So they kind of expound on that. And now they have, they, they took the chainsaw and you almost always have at least one chainsaw charge. Yeah. So you don't always have it to. It always charges, yeah. It charges so itself. It'll recharge, but you can have up to three to kill bigger enemies. And then on top of that, they give you a goddamn shoulder mounted flamethrower that you can hit which you'll get later in the game um, to set enemies on fire. It looks a lot like the Predator shoulder-mounted cannon. Yes. Um, and so what these three things do is if you set an enemy on fire and start shooting it, and it, uh, it will start dropping armor. And then if you kill it, it drops a lot of armor. If you kill an enemy with the chainsaw when you're run because you're running low on ammo, it will drop a bunch of ammo. And then if you glory kill an enemy, you will get health. health. So those three things, and the whole time you're moving, like this is not Gears of War. You are, you have to constantly be moving, yes. like otherwise you're dead. And so you're constantly moving, shooting enemies, cycling through all your weapons, getting to a point like, okay, because you've a, run out of ammo on that weapon. Yeah. Well, then you run out, <laughs> then you switch and then you switch again. And then you're like, okay, there's a small enemy. I'll chainsaw that guy, get some more ammo. Bam. Back in the game, running low on armor, set these guys on fire, kill them. Bam back in the game like it's fucking awesome dude it's just it's fucking brilliant and it just it, it's it, so intense it's very intense because you have to <laughs> there's no time to plan this you just have to do it on the fly dude i watched shroud play one of the slayer gates and my butthole was clinched watching it <laughs> slayer gates are tough man i've never seen anything like it like that was unbelievable and just to tell you how much my kids love doom and uh, how excited. So I, they, they stayed up till midnight to unlock, to play it. Cause you know, they're out of school. I got no school right now. Um, Mason. So he unlocked it at midnight of uh, Friday. 
And by the time I went to bed Saturday, you'd finished the game on Nightmare Difficulty. And which is like just one step below Ultra Nightmare, which is the same thing, but you only have one life. Basically, if you die, you start over. So he basically beat it on the hardest difficulty, but not in one life. Logan beat it like a day or two later. I'm maybe halfway through because it's so intense and my anxiety is at a level. I'm maybe a half hour in max. (laughs) So intense. And I'm just like, I I, I can't. My heart feels like it's going to be it on my chest. Dude, and that's a, yeah. I mean, that's not a bad thing for a game. I mean, that's a great endorsement. Yeah, it keeps you. I mean, you are you're firing on all cylinders when you're playing this. Like you are you're watching all your meters. You're you're so hyper aware of everything as you play this game. And it's so well done. And the enemies are yes. so well designed. You know what everything is. Try playing it on that. <laughs> He's referencing his 110 inch screen. No, it was 100. Whatever. Say uh, I just guesstimated my bad, but yeah, it's, but no, like it it hits both your peripherals, like dead nuts. And you're like, (laughs) like it, it it feels like, yeah, God damn, that game's fucking gorgeous. Yeah, dude, it's, it's probably the best looking game I've ever seen. Yes. I I, I mean, I would, I would have said up until now it would have been God of War on PS4. I think this looks better and it runs at a solid 60 and it's man. And the, the attention to level design, like it is really going to be hard. My kids both have claimed this, proclaimed this the best game ever made. <laughs> they just love it. I mean, granted, they love Doom to begin with, uh, so they're a bit biased. But I mean, I could see there's a lot of ideas here that I'm like, dude, how is something like Halo going to top this shit? Because this shit is amazing. Now, Halo is a different style of first person shooter, a little more tactical, slower paced. But how man, is it tactical? What do you mean? How is it? How is I it not tactical? I don't think you just shoot what moves. No, no, no. Because you keep a plasma weapon so you can disintegrate shields and then real quick do a swap to your uh, rifle so you can get a headshot, conserve ammo, mm. uh, stuff like that. Yeah. Learn when to use your sticky grenades, when to when to use your other grenades. Mm. I, it's it's tactical. I played it on the harder difficulty. So maybe you haven't done that. You haven't played it on legendary where you got to be no real careful with your ammo. Legendary. What's that? I have no interest in playing that game. Yeah, you play on legendary. It's a very tactical game because you enemies take way more damage so you got to conserve your ammo and uh yeah so yeah you're always doing what they call the noob combo which i always found a funny term which is uh, a plasma pistol to charged up to take uh, an elite shield down and then real quick swap to your battle rifle to do a headshot and kill it and you that was taught that was something that came up with in um Halo 2 multiplayer. Mm-hmm. And I would use it all the time. People hate and they call it the noob combo, which was funny because it took skill to do it. Yes. It was it was not something the noobs were just doing or thinking of doing, but it was just a way to belittle people that could do that well. And I could do that well in that game. Getting headshots in, in Halo was a lot easier than Call of Duty. People's heads are just bigger. I don't know. <laughs> it's it's, it's boxes are definitely more generous. Yeah. But yeah, man, Doom, Doom Eternal is everything I wanted it to be. I'm, and I, I'm I'm crawling through it, though, because I, I need more relaxing fare right now. Uh, I've gone back to Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 because they've added dropped some more DLC and I've just been leveling up characters. That's fun. It's not super intense or anything. I still really haven't played that much. Good stuff. Good game there. And it's just level, you know, you're just leveling up your characters. Basically, it's not, uh, you know, it's an action RPG in the vein of Diablo, but it's a little bit more action focused, a little bit more simple than Diablo. It's a little more Ultimate Alliance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's a lot. It's stripped down. Um, but yeah, that's uh, 
What else have I been doing? What keeping up with Star Wars Rebel? Not keeping up. It's over. So I'm not keeping up. I'm I'm finishing up season three, getting on to season four. Uh, tomorrow. Thoughts? I'm dude. I'm loving it, man. I just saw the episode, and spoiler alert, sorry, but I saw the episode where Darth Maul confronts Obi Wan Kenobi. <laughs> I got to say, I was disappointed in their fight, though. I was expecting <sighs> some uh, some real awesomeness. And it just it was over. It, it reminded me of uh, that scene in Equilibrium when Christian Bale finally fights. Uh, uh, I forget the, the guy's name, the actor. Oh, Tay Diggs. Tay Diggs. Yeah, where he cuts his face off. Yeah, it just vertically. Like, yeah, like the, they, it, that was I thought that was cool in Equilibrium because they had built that dude up to be this ultimate dude. And he just walked through him. Yeah, and I, that, I thought that was a cool moment. When they did it here, I was like, I think I was disappointed because I love Darth Maul and I know what a badass he can be. And so to see him just go down in one strike was like, God damn it. <laughs> that was a little bit. I mean, I knew he was going to lose. That's a foregone conclusion, right? But I was just hoping for some more choreography to the fight. <laughs> we knew how it was going to end, but damn, it didn't have to end Don't in like worry, five there's seconds. There's plenty of lightsaber shenanigans left to be had. I know, but I, man, I love Darth Maul. I'm glad they brought that dude back. He's just so cool looking and introduced the double bladed lightsaber and brought and all those people have run with it. So, have you even yeah. seen those memes of uh, oh yes, I know <laughs> you're talking Grievous. about. <laughs> Every day he's got more lightsabers. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were talking about the Darth Maul one where it's like uh, it's like it's fine and they show like one blade come out and then the next part is when the second blade it's just funny how or something like that like he continues like I don't know I, you got to see the meme I guess for I guess. sense. Uh, but yeah I've seen the Grievous ones too where it's yeah, every, lightsabers on lightsabers on lightsabers yeah every day this picture gets more ridiculous he's, he's really fun to play in Star Wars Battlefront 2 which I've also been enjoying with my friends that's Again, not you've played with us. We're not good at it. We just like playing in the Star Wars universe. No, and it's, it's hanging out with your buddies. Exactly. It's a social it's, thing. Playing games with your friends makes everything infinitely better. Right. Even when you're losing. Yes. Unless you're stupid competitive like we are sometimes. It can get, I can get frustrated still. But usually it's with myself, though. Like when I'm having a bad night and I just can't seem to pull my shit together. Yeah. That's when I get frustrated. I definitely have those. And I definitely make sure to take it out on everyone around me and blame them. <laughs> so I'm a true gamer. That's what you do. Um, but me, I am still all in on the division. Um, what they're doing now with the uh, the seasons is relatively interesting. It's uh, there's a manhunt to hunt this uh, this this lady Jupiter, and she's got five minions or four minions that you got to kill first. But they're those minions only come out like once every two weeks. And then it has some other. Do you know when they come out? Yeah, oh, it, okay. it's on it. Like actually, a new one starts. I think tonight, um, for the second person in it. But in the course of that, it has a couple different challenge rings. Uh, you have the league, the the season league, where it's pretty much just time trials, and you build up. Uh, the, they call them stages, to unlock more gear crates and things like that. Just a, another chain to, to pull you on, and then there's another one that does something silly. This last one did polarity. So you have, you know, a positively and a negatively charged weapon and your enemies will have, you know, the plus or minuses over their heads. Yeah. And if you shoot them with the wrong polarity, you get shocked. Hmm. So now you really have to pay attention to what you're shooting and what you're shooting with. The problem is it wouldn't be bad if gun one was always positive and gun two was always negative. Yeah. It flips that on the reload too. Jesus Christ. 
So now you gotta keep track of, all right, I just reloaded this gun, shit, and I just <laughs> shot, and then you get mowed down. Right. Especially when you're playing on the higher difficulty uh, uh, content and whatnot. Um, I somehow, I managed to burn my way through all of that polarity content in about three days. <laughs> you have some time on your hands, John? Well, <laughs> it wasn't so much that I had so much time on my hand, it was just like, I was really efficient with it. I was like, all right, cool. I'm grabbing two marksman rifles. That way I can't just lay into the trigger and fuck up. It's one shot at a time. Is <laughs> pretty much what I went down to. That makes sense. And, and I have, way you can't just keep the LMG put away. And yeah, well, because it, the problem really... was, is like sometimes those enemies would cross paths in front of you nah. and then you would hit the wrong one. Now, when you get you get shocked, you just lose some health. You don't die, do you? No, you don't even lose health. Oh, okay. you're just exposed. Oh, OK. For how long? Uh, it feels like an eternity, but it's probably <laughs> but reality. It, it takes you out of cover, I would assume. Yes, it pops you right out of cover, and you're just sitting there like, e -e 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 -e. right right in the middle of the room. Now, does your reticule change or something? Is that, How do you know the weapon you're holding, what, what your polarity Your trigger arm has three points on it, like okay. and it's lit with like this line. Okay. And it, it, you know, one's orange and the other one's blue. Okay. So it's very obvious which is which, and you know what gun you have out. So do you have to shoot the orange people with the blue gun? Nope. You have to shoot the orange people with the orange gun. Oh, okay. That makes it a little blue easier. with the blue. Gotcha. Um, sometimes it gets really hectic. They, they should throw that in, too. Like, change. <laughs> so oh, you're not that mad, you're doing opposites. <laughs> yeah. That would make sense. And then they have other challenges. Like, all right, kill the guy before you get shocked. You're like, how the fuck are you going to do that? Because, yeah. like, before that, before you realize you made a mistake, you're already being shocked. Gotcha. <sighs> Never could quite figure out that part of the challenge, so I'm not going to get that backpack trinket. But I got my exotic <laughs> cash, so I'm good because I got a gun I already have. Fuck. Dude. Mm. But anyway, but anyway, so that added this weird flavor to the game. Like, it was just, it was something new and interesting to make the game just a little more challenging. Yeah. Uh, I mean, banging around normal, like, I'm pretty much, can, my, the way my build out is right now for open world stuff, it's just, I'm one shot and everything. Um... And yeah, it's, it's, uh, but I am a glass cannon though. Like yeah. it doesn't take much to knock my armor off. That's why I'm rolling around with the, the ballistic shield gotcha. that I can put my rifle in the pop, pop, pop. I like playing the glass in. cannon though. I, I'd rather do a lot more damage and just have to be fast or get out of the way. Well, here's the thing. Like I've played tanky, tanky builds and you are not tanky. Yeah. Like at all. Like it does, they will chew through your armor on any level. And it's absurd. That's kind of like Destiny, man. They have, they have like three classes. You have Titan, Hunter, and Warlock, and you always think of the the Titan as being like the tank. And in some ways, he is. But it, when it comes to PvP, there's almost no difference. He has like a hair more health yeah. than say the Hunter. Not enough to really save you. Yeah. Um, but no. But banging through this content, like it's, and it's fun. Like I like going and hunting down you know, specific gear pieces and just running these things on, on harder difficulties, like the missions and whatnot. Um, I've been playing like, I'm pretty much primarily flip-flopping between two different builds that I have. Both are really light on defensive stuff. Yeah. They're always offensive shit. Um, I'm running a turret and drone build on my skill build side where I got all my skill points and everything's just doing crazy amounts of damage. Um, and using the synergy in the perk system to make you just annihilate stuff. Yeah. 
Because, I mean, none of my guns, because all my damage is all in the other classes. That no, it doesn't matter what those weapons were. Like, they just have don't have the amount of buffs on them in this one, on my skill build. But all my skill build perks, like, contingent on me shooting stuff. Because I think I have, like, a perfect synergy. So if I'm hitting someone, it's amping my damage for my skills by about 30%. And then I got perfect spike on my two weapons on there. So... If I headshot them, there's another 25% damage on it. And it just continually keeps procking. And every skill kill I get, it just it adds another multiplier on it. It's all dude, it's a blast. Like I really I wouldn't that was something I was surprised I enjoyed doing is actually just throwing my throwing my my junk down and just letting it eat. Yeah. And just kind of pop up, pop, 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 hide, pop, pop, pop. Now I'm playing whack-a-mole. Um that's literally all I've been playing. I have watched a ton of movies. Did Did you watch Tiger King? No, I did not watch Tiger King. Dude, you should watch Tiger King. I keep hearing, and it comes up in my RSS feed every day I'm now. I'm not surprised. It's amazing. Like, I don't be resistant to it just because I don't want to be like everybody else. Be no. like everybody else. Enjoy <laughs> it. It's dude. It's fun. Uh, my God, it's. I don't know what you know about it, and I, I don't. I wanna... know it's about a group of people that hold tigers. Yeah, that own tigers. And that is the most generic, like, that is such a red herring for what it is actually about. Like, what it gets into is so fucking nuts. Like, every episode, you'll, you'll say, what the fuck, probably three to four times per episode. It go it, like, and I, I'm just thinking about certain things, and you're, it'll blow your fucking mind, dude. <laughs> it'll blow your fucking mind that this is, like, real shit that happened, and these are real people. And, man, it... The, I got to give it. I don't know the, the the documentarian who made it. I don't I don't know his name, but man, he really did a great job of turning, you know, with the, just creating a narrative structure out of this, you know, putting together years of footage and pacing it in a way that's interesting to someone like me who's not really into documentaries. Really? So, yeah. I love not documentaries. A, not a documentary. Unless it's about a topic I'm really into, like about the making of Star Wars or, or something or like the making of Ninja Turtles. Speaking of which, today is the 30 year anniversary the first Ninja Turtles movie and Kevin Eastman will be doing a live stream commentary of it tonight. So I want to, I want to catch that later. But yeah. 30 years old, but uh, yeah, it has to be about a topic. I'm like really into Maggie can watch, you know, all kinds of documentaries and uh, this is man. It's just really well done. <laughs> just really well done. Just sucked me right in. Nice. And, and I, I was like, I was like, man, cause I, again, I'm not into like trash TV for the most part. Yeah, that's where I like if it seems if it smells like reality TV, I'm usually out. Yeah. And I mean, there's definitely some of that in there uh, just because of the people that are in it. Uh, but it's 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 still a documentary, um, but it's it is it is trashy, but it's very enjoyable. I mean, it's garbage TV. I'm not, I'm not saying it's it's quality stuff, but you will be fucking entertained, though. <laughs> if nothing else, you will be entertained by this fucking documentary. Uh yeah, it's had a, and I got all a bunch of great memes I can send you after you see it. So, oh, <laughs> fantastic. Maggie's been sending me all the memes. Uh, yeah, I've been been catching a lot of older movies. Uh, Young Frankenstein's been on a lot. I watched Summer Rental again. Wagons East. Like I forgot how many people were in Wagons East. Like is that like a John Candy? That's movie? the last John Candy movie. Uh, I never saw and it. It's like probably his worst one. Yeah, which sucks. Um. Yeah, I mean, Uncle Buck, Uncle Buck, uh, was on the other day too. Uh, 
I can't like I can't not turn it off like great outdoors like I was on my way to bed and I walked upstairs and great outdoors was on or no I was on my way to a dinner uh uh with with Caroline Caroline and <laughs> Jesus Christ <laughs> with Caroline and I was late because I got sucked into watching the great outdoors Jesus Christ Dude, how do you not watch him eat the old 96er? Like, it's one of the best scenes. I uh, I have never seen that movie. So you I, have no idea what I just referenced. Uh, I've heard of it, just pop culture. Like, it's like a steak, right? He's yes. like a 96-ounce steak or whatever. But I have never seen Uncle Buck. I have never seen... I don't think I've seen any of the movies you mentioned oh just now. Because, again, I wasn't allowed to watch TV. We didn't have TV. It was you should go on a giant candy bender. It will not, I've actually thought about it. It will after, not disappoint. And I, what Odell spring spun it around was all the uh, Wally World memes that keep popping up. Well, Sorry, folks. That. America's closed. <laughs> yeah. After I watched... So last year, it was the first time I saw Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. And after watching that, and it's quickly became one of my like all-time favorite movies after just watching it one time oh yeah he uh, had a whole he had a good run there like uh who was harry crumb was i saw that good i one? have seen that um but yeah I, anyway i after i watched that I, I considered going on like a john candy bender but i just didn't uh but eventually i will i do need to like maggie loves uncle buck i've never seen it never seen great outdoors uncle buck has some great lines like yeah. it's just that one lady's got the mole on her face it's like here flicks a quarter i say here go have a rat and all that off your face <laughs> dude i just love him in home alone man he's just got that small part and i guess he was like ad-libbing and stuff but man he just he just oh, the, killed po- me. the polka king yeah the polka king polka 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 <laughs> kenosha kickers <laughs> and then he's just talking he's like oh yeah kids are resilient you know we left our we left our son in uh funeral home just all day all day (laughs) it's like you know they're resilient they bounce back you know five six weeks started talking again (laughs) like it's just in her face Catherine O'Hara's fucking face is fucking great the way she reacts to that line just like he just delivers it so subtly and casually and sardonically it's just it's fucking he's he's great I do I as little as I've seen him in I love John Candy yeah Spaceballs was on again Spaceballs I have seen Spaceballs yeah, like, and these are the things like, I cannot believe I'm sitting here watching. I've seen these movies like a hundred times, but I can't pull myself away from watching it just because, yeah. you know, barf, not in here. This is a Mercedes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm a mog, half man, half dog. I'm my own best friend. Like, just. Dude, I had a friend who dressed up like uh, barf for Halloween probably about 10 years ago. Great costume. He, like, he made it himself spot on. It was, it was really good. Really well done. That'd be a good convention costume. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, Maggie and I watched Tiger King. Um, dude, I got Star Wars 4K box set coming tomorrow, which I've had pre. Oh, you bought it since Christmas time. Mm. So Maggie like got that for me uh, as like a Christmas present, but uh, won't be here till tomorrow supposedly, <laughs> as long as it doesn't get sent back like my copy of Borderlands Three. Oh shit! What's the date? It's thirtieth. Tomorrow's thirty first. Hey, I think my uh, my Marshall key holder is coming. I got a branding thing. I got I have a problem with <laughs> like brands of stuff, like Marshall like, amplification. Yes, gotcha. It's uh, it looks like a like a little Marshall amp that you hang on the wall, and you have like the uh, the three and a half inch or not three and a half inch, like the big five millimeter jack. Yeah, uh, you put on your key ring, and you just plug it into the wall. Oh, nice. <laughs> and it hangs the keys. Nice. That's pretty cool. 
That's so kitschy. I can't stand it, but I love it. <laughs> Logan's been playing his drums. He got electronic drums for his birthday, and it just sounds like thum, 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 thum. that's yeah. all we hear, which is really annoying. But I mean, it's not as bad as hearing actual drums. Yeah, actual uh, drums are loud. Yeah, that's why we neighbor got kid across the street was into drums for a long time. You could hear it <laughs> at all hours of the night, oh. no matter how loud it was outside or yeah, what I, was I, going on inside. I put down rules for Logan. I was just, you know, three simple rules for drum playing drums. You cannot play drums when we're in bed. You cannot play drums when I'm awake and you can't play drums when I'm home. <laughs> so, <laughs> but no, I don't really enforce the last two. But uh, but he bought a program called Easy Drummer. So uh, he can it, because it's electronic. So everything sounds like a gallop. <laughs> but, yeah, he, but no, I just it just get different sounds, period. Like, I don't think he's trying to do like triggered drum sounds or anything, but he just want him to sound better because he plays with headphones on. Is he working on YYZ? <laughs> no, he's <laughs> just learning patterns. You know, he's just learning rhythm basically right now. So we hear a lot of the same patterns over and over as he gets used to using all his limbs at the same time which is that is a level of coordination that is not easy yeah i sat behind my buddy's drum kit one time and i'm like but, but uh, uh, yeah yeah i thought i could do this but i really can't right you feel like it and then you get there and you're like oh wait just like straight white boy here. it's like you sit down like dude why am i so panicked right now <laughs> right it's like there's all this stuff to hit in front of you and then you're just like but you're just like you're that's like, all the, you can pull the, out the thump 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 yeah. Uh, I tell you what, man, on? drums like a good a guy that can really rock a double bass pedal is probably still one of my favorite sounds in music. Yeah. Like in good metal bands where you got brrr. Yeah. That's so awesome. Thomas Hake for Mishuga is probably my favorite. One of my favorite drummers for that. There's a lot of good guys out there though. Metal drummers are just fucking I really like the guy in Car Bomb. That dude's crazy as well. Uh I think the first time I really heard like double bass at that speed was Fear Factory in the nineties. Like I'd heard double bass, but like when I heard it like like machine gun speed, I was that was Fear Factory. COC was pretty good at that. Um no COC, I, you always get them confused. That's not they're not I don't think they use double bass. <laughs> I swear to God, like I no. was at the show. COC, corrosion of conformity. Yes. No. They opened for Metallica in the nineties. They did. That is true, but they don't they're not really a they're more like a southern metal band they're not like a thrash or um yeah i don't know i'll why. play some for you I'm a, i like corrosion for me maybe i actually started maybe off, I just maybe i just haven't heard it in a long time they started off as a hardcore punk band and then pepper keenan came on to do vocals and they kind of went they slowed down a little bit after that uh i think the first album they did with him was called blind and then when uh forget the out the album that came out after that i think it was called deliverance was like when they started getting like kind of big and my favorite album came out after that it was called Wise Blood. But they have like, but they did, they did absolutely tour with Metallica. They've played with Metallica a few times, but they're not like a, they're not like a speed metal. They're not doing like heavy, that kind of heavy mm. stuff. It's it's more slowed down. It's got like a southern tinge to it, I would say. Yeah, no, maybe that's not the band I'm thinking of either. Um, I don't know who else opened for them, but they were terrible. Everybody's open for Metallica. <laughs> like no, everyone. I mean like on that that on that show. Yeah. Um, that was a fun concert. <sighs> yeah, remember concerts? Uh, Holy else? shit! That just dawned on me. That's not a thing anymore. It's <laughs> <laughs> not a thing right now. I wasn't really going to them anyway, uh, unless Revocation was coming. But I always go see Revocation when they come to town. And if Pig Destroyer ever fucking played Cleveland, <laughs> fuckers! 
It's like um, Tool. Tool never comes here. They're just here in November. I know. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say. I've seen Tool three times. <laughs> yeah, before but that. usually they never come to Cleveland. Uh, I guess. They weren't that... I don't know. They weren't as bad as some bands that just... I know I had to go over. see go and see them in Michigan twice. Oh, yeah. That was the closest they were getting here. Yeah, I saw them in the like late late 90s and early 2000s was the last time I saw them. And I wanted to see them when an Undertow came out. I think I told that story, though, where uh, I was not 21 yet. And they, were, they weren't big yet. They just like that's the single for sober had just dropped, but they, and they had, they'd already started touring. Fuck. They were, yeah. I, I know the same thing. Like, like I really wanted to go see Rage Against the Machine and they were playing at the Odeon and I'm like, fuck, I want to go so bad. And I never had an opportunity to see him ever again. Ah, well, this was different. They, they were playing because again, this was before they blew up. Even though the single was on the air, they must have booked this tour. They're playing some little bar in Cleveland that I've never heard of. And it was a 21 and over show. And I did not, I couldn't go because I wasn't 21 yet. <laughs> and uh, I didn't realize it was just because they were a bar. I thought it was because Tool was doing crazy shit on stage. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know that till years later. It was like, oh, it's just a small bar. And they. Well, that was like seeing White Zombie and Pantera in the early 90s at, uh, I think it was at Peabody's. Where it was just that house is way too fucking small for that band. Those bands. Oh yeah, it was so loud. Yeah, I bet. I saw them together at uh, Blossom, which, you know, huge venue. But I was down in the pit, so it was that was one of my favorite shows ever. That was like ninety seven ish. I want to say uh, sometime after Trend Kill, might have even been ninety eight, but I think it was ninety seven. No, that would have been what Far Beyond Driven, right? No, this was Great Southern. The Great Southern Trend Kill. Uh, that I saw him on. I saw him on a couple times on that tour. I saw him on Far Beyond Driven, but that was at the Akron at the Jar. Yeah, I think I was negative. in middle school when that album came out. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> uh, anyway, that was what fun. Else, what else is going on? A little trip down memory lane. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I got a pile of games that I really should start, but I cannot get away from the division. It's, it is such a comforting place to play games. <laughs> I've been trying to find like my spot. My uh, Diablo three has been my comfort food for years. And I, I put that in the other day, but just, I'm, I've just kind of lost interest in it. It's not nothing wrong with the game. It's yeah. kind of like I played it so much. I agree with you. Like I, it puts me to sleep. Um, and then uh, what was it? Oh, I put, I picked up world of Warcraft again, which I haven't played oh, in years. Put the rock down. Nah, see, I, I've never had, I don't have addiction issues with games. I just don't. Like you have addiction issues, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> like you play the same game for months. I envy that. I, I just, wish no, I could get I into just, a game that hardcore. Once I'm done with that game, it is gone. Yeah. So as long as it has my attention and it's giving me something that I'm enjoying doing, yeah, I'm gonna be there for the long ride. Yeah, I, I never like I've never hit level cap in a World of Warcraft or an expansion. Like I I played it. Yeah, Borderlands DLC came out too. Shit, yep. I need to play that. There, there's so much stuff out um and I, I haven't found anything that i'm like just head over I, I love doom eternal but i can't play it in i have played in small chunks because <laughs> it's yeah, too you intense can't, uh, yeah i can't I literally my that. thumb starts to hurt because of how fast paced it is like i've never played a game this fast paced before <laughs> like ever and that's includes playing you know modern warfare online and stuff this is way faster than that it's just constant constant fucking movement it like it it, it gave me vibes of old school quake arena yeah. Like it felt like 
this is madness. Yeah. That is a brilliant game. Highly recommend it. 10 out of 10. If you like first-person shooters, you like fast-paced first-person shooters, pick it up. Uh, oh, they're uh, tomorrow, and for listener, I guess it would be today, the day this podcast drops, they're putting out the Modern Warfare 2 campaign remastered. So the original Modern Warfare 2 is coming out remastered for like PS4 and Xbox One and probably PC, I would imagine. So, okay. So that's pretty cool. I really like Modern Warfare 2, the single. It's just the campaign. Was that the one where you had to take that sniper shot and had to judge the wind? That was, I think that was Modern Warfare 1. Yeah. Modern Warfare 2 is the with the one with the notorious no Russian level where you had to go through the air. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now that game's like that whole line just filled right back in. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but really great campaign and, you know, up and like remastered for newer consoles probably looks great. Uh, so I'll probably end up picking that up and not playing it much. <laughs> I'm still looking forward to the, the Avengers game. Really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you have no interest in the Avengers game? Not really. No. I, I just love the Avengers. I love Marvel comics. So I, I like, I want to play. Is Captain that a America. sentence you ever thought you would utter What's as that? a kid? I love the Avengers. Uh, probably not. I was never big of into the Avengers. Like I liked, I've always liked Captain America and Hulk, and that's about as far as it went, really. I only only read the issues where Ultron was involved. Yeah, you were like an Iron Man guy, though. Yeah, I did. I really liked Iron Man a lot, Spider Man. But yeah, like it was always Ultron, just because it just looked like madness. Yeah, and uh, he always seemed to be just on the cusp of winning. No. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't really have anything else. <laughs> I don't know you anything else uh, uh have you downloaded any of the movies that are supposed were, were in theaters that are uh, for home yet no yeah I didn't either <laughs> <laughs> they're 20 bucks and like here, here's what got me do you own them no some of them yes and that's, that's what that's what got me on it alright so Pixar's Onward right the latest Pixar movie oh the one with Chris Pratt and Tom Holland yes uh so they moved that and that one just came out and that one you own it's like 20 bucks, you can buy it, right? However, the two I was interested in, The Invisible Man and The Hunt, and I was mostly in either one, but I was kind of more interested in The Hunt. Uh, $20 to rent. Fuck you. And Shit, sorry. <laughs> I, I, I can't, I can't, can you say that again? <laughs> it's $20 to rent. Fuck you. I can't, I... <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, so I just couldn't, and it's, it's not that I don't think it's, I don't know. It's weird. Because, like, again, Onward, you can buy for $20, which well, makes sense. And $20 to rent. And it's like, it's not bad. Like, I don't feel, I don't know. It's weird because those are lower budget movies. You know, I think they're both Bloomhouse, or at least one of them is. Um, you know, if you're going to do that, make it the cost of a ticket. Just do aggregate all the pricing of tickets across the nation, get an average price, and have you have one view. Yeah. And you can't pause. So make well, I don't it like that. No, <laughs> actually, exactly have it like that. Have know. like, and that's you have it at home, but it's the cost of a ticket. Yeah, that's the way it should be. At least that's the way I feel it should be. Well, I, honestly, I don't even think. And if you want to buy it, charge twenty five dollars, no. or whatever discount the amount that you already paid to watch it once. They what they should do. Oh, I don't. That doesn't make sense either. Never mind. Um. But yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's bad. I, like, at the same time, it's like, they're, you know, they're trying to make money on this movie they made. They spent millions on. So I get that. But I just feel like there's and, you know, I don't you know. How it, they, I don't know how they would they would they would be able to 
stop anyone from a, a really good capture program. Oh, I'm sure they have it. And then just it's fucked. Like I started watching uh like Mark, you know, he's he's still downloading stuff. He uh he had the Sonic the Hedgehog movie on there. So I started watching that the other day. <laughs> I didn't I didn't get too far into it. It's Shocking. the worst thing I've ever seen. I yeah. mean, it's, it's I've seen. Much I don't know, worse man. If, de if Detective Pikachu could work, I I don't think there's any, there's not much that couldn't. Yeah, this was just very very mediocre. It, ha it made me laugh a couple times, uh, but it's it's okay. It's just it's just weird. I don't know. It's just weird that I that exists. It, in this time, I don't right love now. Sonic though. I've never loved oh, Sonic. Well, I, I love Sonic a lot. That was. He, that was my first home console was the Genesis and it came with Sonic the Hedgehog. See, mine came with Altered Beast. Yeah. So I, I just always like Sonic. Um, and again, it's not bad. It's Ben Schwartz doing the voice. Um, oh, here's something I watched that I thought I feel like was maligned unnecessarily. That was uh, Dark Phoenix. Yes. I didn't think that it was, was that bad. It was perfectly okay yeah I did, I it wasn't it wasn't, it wasn't offensive it wasn't terrible but it, again it wasn't the avengers like i don't know what people are expecting from that right. movie it's a different tone in the x-men universe a lot more dour you know it's just it's a lot darker i don't mean like yeah, it's a lot more hamlet what yeah. was me and uh yeah exactly but it's but it's not bad at all and compared to fucking x-men 3 it looks like yes. a masterpiece so you're right <laughs> but here's the thing the, the the whole crux of that story with the dark phoenix is you got to give a shit about jean gray right and yeah they, i can't i sorry i cannot separate her from sansa stark <laughs> and she was such a hole towards the end of that series <laughs> see i don't have an issue with the actor at all it's just more that jean gray is is such a She's not important in the movies until Dark Phoenix comes up, and then all of a sudden you're supposed to be invested in her. Well, actually, she's like towards, a basically a side more character. More towards the end end of uh, the Age of Apocalypse, towards the end of that that which, you know, we're going back and rewatching that one. That one isn't as terrible as everyone made it. I didn't out think to it was that bad either. either, but it wasn't great. And yeah, if you're looking at it in the shadow of what Marvel's doing, then yeah, it's not great, but it's certainly not bad. It's certainly not X Men fucking three bad. No. Uh, Apocalypse could have looked way fucking cooler though, man. The other, if they had one with that other design house, right? I think it would have been the one who tried to do like comic book a fucking yes. apocalypse instead of Power Ranger Apocalypse or whatever the fuck they did. Uh, <laughs> he did look like a Power Ranger villain. <laughs> yeah, fucking lame. Just do Apocalypse. Like I, I feel like Marvel has just demonstrated how well, you can do these costumes. Yes, you just lean into it. Yeah, just, like look at Thanos. That yeah. looks like fucking Thanos. They muted some colors. You know, he's not the bright orange and blue like in the comics. He's more of a gold and a, you know, uh, more of a navy blue. But it's fine. That's that's a but he's still got the armor. He, he's got the face. He's got the nutsack chin. It's all there. They You know, they did it. They, like you said, they well, leaned into it. Same thing with uh, with how they did the scrolls and Captain Marvel. Like, yeah, they went all in. They just just do it. Just fucking do it. Stop trying to make it realistic or whatever. Fuck that. Yeah. And it, you actually try and go back and watch those original three X-Men movies are is hard. Dude, I, I like the first two. I especially like the second one. I thought the second one was really good. It does. But man, when when it comes like when they're on straight plane and they're doing the crazy stuff and playing street clothes, I'm cool with that. But man, when they got into those costumes in that first the first X-Men, uh, I'm like, yeah, those did not age well. A lot like the Daredevil did. Yeah, didn't age well. The black leather motorcycle suits, because again, they don't want to. Back then, before, what do you expect? Orange spandex or yellow right. spandex? 
Yeah. They yes. Yeah. Yes. I want that. Exactly. That's exactly what I want. I want fucking costumes. God damn it. And now that's why I was so pleased when Spider-Man came out, Sam Raimi, Spider-Man, and he looked like fucking Spider-Man. Now in the movie, he had his mask off way too much, but I think that was because Tobey Maguire was claustrophobic. But, uh, is that why? Yeah, I think so. Because he mentioned, I, I did a behind the scenes deep dive on Spider-Man. He was like, he was terribly claustrophobic. I was never a fan of that suit. I didn't think it was, it's not the best suit, but it was great to see. It was Oh, at the time, yes. Yeah. Like that gave me like the joy tickles. Because again, you we had X-Men. It's like, oh, they're going to go dark. They're going to try. No, they did Spider-Man. Again, they muted the colors, not bright red, bright blue. And it, it was fine, though. It looked like Spider-Man. It had the webbing. I honestly think one of the best was uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2, which yes. I don't like the movie at all, but the costume was costume fantastic. Was like, fucking great. But I, I thought the Homecoming one was, was great as well. But uh, uh, the one in Amazing Spider-Man 2 just was like straight out of the alert, comics. We both really like Spider-Man. <laughs> like Spider-Man a little bit. I don't, man, watching uh, Homecoming and Far From Home and Into the Spider-Verse, Spider-Man never makes me so, uh, so happy. Yeah. Like... On the verge of tears, happy every time I watch those movies. Far from home, I watched that again like a week or two ago, and I don't know why, but I always forget the the sequence when Mysterio oh like, really bind fucks him or whatever. That is flawless. And then when it pops up, I'm like, oh, this is amazing. And then, and then at the end, when he when he's going down the thing, when he closes his eyes and just uses a spider sense yep. like that, like both those scenes were so fucking Spider Man. Like, holy shit. They did. Oh, man, it was fucking great. It just it was like panel, like a panel for panel, like the shot with the giant fist coming out of the queen's apartment. Yeah. And him going in the into the Mysterio globe. Like, yeah. Just the multiple uh, Spider-Mans and all that stuff. Dude, it was so fucking well done as a Spider-Man cha- fan. It changing his suit on him. Yeah, it was. Dude, it was just fucking great. Brilliant stuff. I I hope Mysterio isn't gone. That, that group becomes Mysterio. That yeah. it doesn't matter who's in the suit. Hmm. And they could fuck with him even more because they have his voice. They can wreck on his voice now. Right. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> I just want to see him fight Venom. I'm very excited for the Venom movie this year. So I hope he makes a cameo in it. That would be great. Gotta see Spider-Man in this Venom because I really like this Venom. So I, I want to see I this. Just, I'm more... I, I, I'm, I'm concerned what Carnage is going to look like. Because I was not happy with the way Riot looked. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I, I hope Carnage looks good. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I don't really have anything to say about that. I haven't seen him. I liked how Venom looked. Did. Uh, but yeah, Riot just looked like a gray version of Venom. So hopefully Carnage is red, but has like that black or whatever. The, the black, like, symbiote moving around in him. Yeah. And that red, that crimson red. Yeah. Blood I think red. I think honestly, what would make or break how Venom looks to or how Connors looks to me is is the the tone of red they use. Yeah, they got to go blood red because that's the whole thing. Is like it has to do with Cletus Cassidy's blood. Mixing but there's, with the there's so many different ranges of movie blood, you yeah. know, that they could fuck this up real bad. Yeah, I mean, it could be Evil Dead spraying all the walls blood, like <laughs> you know. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Or it could be like Untouchables, like really black blood, like you never know. Yeah. But yeah, no, I'm I'm excited for that. Uh, hopefully, we'll be able to go to the movies to see it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if not, bring it home. Like, there's rumors; it's internet rumors, so don't take any heed to this. But suppose, like, Disney's supposedly considering a 
Black Widow release, but I, I feel like they'll just move it back like they did Wonder Woman because it's supposed to come out May 1st. Because honestly, with this going on, and I, I was saying this to Maggie earlier, I was like, you know, I just don't see theaters rebounding really quickly. I mean, there's going to be some people that are going to be dying to go to the theater, but a lot of people are going to be staying home now because of this. You know, it's going to be a while before we see box office grosses like we saw last year for for endgame and stuff like that yeah i i just that feels so far away <laughs> yeah right this was just last year this has been one perpetual sunday for like the last week <laughs> well i've been working <laughs> I, I do well working from home i'm doing i love it oh. dream come true Sad i, get, I get maybe four hours and then i'm like i need to do something else oh man i do i yeah, I'm rocking. And then in the morning, I'm always the first one up. So I get like two solid hours in before anybody even wakes up. So that's nice. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to maximize my my work from home stuff because I love it. It's like a dream come true. <laughs> Not having to leave the house. <laughs> Took a global pandemic to make Sean's dreams come true, but it happened. <laughs> yeah, well... You know, everyone be safe. Wash your hands. You know, if if anything good comes out of this, everyone's gonna have better hygiene habits. Hopefully. Yes. Yeah. So all right, well, thanks for listening and hopefully we'll be back next week. All right. Laters. <laughs>